Welcome to Millennial Z and Boomer X. I am Boomer X. And I am Millennial Z. And today we're talking about red flags when dating. And if you're watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe. And if you're on pod- or any of our podcast platforms, please subscribe so we can bring you more of these shows. But red flags on dating, I'm sure we will have many of the same ones, even though we are 25 plus years apart. <laughs> yeah. But uh, with your outlook on it, oh, and I want to be clear, this is dating with an intention to form a relationship. You're looking for yeah, a long term. Yeah, you're looking for a potential partner. Mm-hmm. What red flags do you look for? If you're just there for a good time and not a long time, you have different choices and things you're looking for. So <laughs> yeah, a lot of these might not be a problem for you. Yeah. Well, this, mo- many of these won't be applicable. And uh, you know, if somebody's dangerous, then you know, you're just going to jettison them anyway. Uh, mm-hmm. And that, or they're just a horrible person to be around. That's going to be pretty obvious. And that's going to be up to each and every person to make that decision. And we could talk about a different podcast about those things uh, for those signs, but for red flags, when dating for long-term purposes, there are certain things that people look at or ignore because they like this person so much for whatever reason that they just won't see the red flag or they'll just reason or rationale it away that, oh, it's just this or, oh, it's just that and just continue on, but their gut's telling them different or their friends are telling them different or their family's telling them different. Sure. Yeah, that, that happens a lot where they're, no, 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 they're fine. And then family and friends are quite often selling them. That's, that's an issue. That's definitely an issue. <laughs> right, right. And, and, and that, that's a, my first red flag. If everybody you know that, trust, that you trust and trust you and you form some emotional bond with them, your close friends and family tells you you need to get away from that person, that's a huge red flag. Get away from that person. I'm going to tell you, I don't care how much you think you love them or how much they don't understand them or all these things you're thinking about to make an excuse for them because your brain is flooded with chemicals and you can't think straight. So Mm -hmm. just take their advice and cut them loose. And I never thought about that one. That's definitely a good one. I've never had that happen to me. I've never had, I mean, any, either you or mom or anybody around me to say okay you should definitely not be with that person but if that did happen 100 percent well you take that very heavily yeah you have had uh eyes open kind of things and talks with me over the years so you pretty much know what to look for and if you're going in you're, you're knowing what to expect so if you don't cut somebody loose because of a red flag you know it's on you I think Mm -hmm. at this point Um, so you can maintain a little bit of objectivity but I'm going to tell you that's hard to do I mean you you become blinded to somebody but that is a definite red flag and one that many people have a hard time with Mm -hmm. even though they know better yeah I would say off of that end if you have a lot of their family um trying to push you away (laughs) that's a red flag that is the other side of the coin i I would definitely say that even even if you and the potential partner get along very very well think long and hard about the fact that if you do decide to form a long-term relationship get married 
or whatever, they are going to hate you and treat you like garbage. And yeah. how is that partner going to react? Are they willing to cut them loose completely to right. be with you? And if they are, why are they doing that? I mean, that's a that's a giant step unless her family's totally crazy and toxic and a bunch yeah. of uh, convicts <laughs> and Druggies other things. Yeah, yeah. Money from you. Yeah, unless it, there has to be a real big reason for them, and and that's one of my other red flags. What's their family like? Mm-hmm. You're going to form a long term bond and join with that person. And if their family is everyone that you can't stand, all of them, and they don't like you, eventually it's likely that they are going to, that's what they grew up with. That's how they know how to be. And that's how they think for whatever reason, even if, oh, they're not like that. The back of their mind is like that. And I'm not going to tell you, I mean, there's always exceptions. We're speaking in generalities. And I'm not saying kick them loose immediately. That's not a black flag thing for me, but that's a definite red flag. That's something you need to consider deeply and look at it. Yeah, I would say, and I've I've experienced this more often, I would safely assume men find this uh, specific situation than women do because of women trying to be hypergamy. They try to get somebody more, you know, and, and men look for just beauty to look for more looks wise. <laughs> we're, we're a lot more shallow in that, in that aspect of just, if you're pretty, yeah, we, we do gravitate toward looks. Um, but even then there's that old saying that no matter how gorgeous she is, somebody's sick of her. So personality or, does have something to play with it. If they have a bad personality, it's going to wear on you, no matter how beautiful you think someone is. If you, if they're just a horrible person to be around, eventually you, you just can't stand it. Mm-hmm. Um, what i'm getting at it is they're making a stepping stone of you being the ladder for them to get to another bracket in life as they see it oh so oh it using a, you as a tool to better their life yeah and right. it might not even be i mean it, it could be coexisting beneficial you know so that i'm not saying it's a bad thing i'm just saying more often men are going to find this situation where the families of of their partner if it's a woman might not be in the same class bracket as, as they're used to, which might cause a bunch of culture problems as well. Oh, oh I, I don't know. I, I, I can see that going both ways. You might see that at your age, I guess. I don't, I don't, see I've that witnessed it multiple times. So yeah. Yeah. I don't see that at my age very much. Everybody kind of goes in whatever circles they're in. They don't, mm-hmm. and, and the circles change and break down and you kind of realize that, people are people and you have certain things that you need to look for in a partner that you want. So at my age, that's not as big as a, as a indicator for me, but I do think you have a good point, especially at yours, but bottom line, if, if their family can't stand you or you can't stand them, everybody you meet on their side of the family just annoys you to death or something about them. You just can't be around them for any length of time. That is definitely an issue. Yeah, you need to bring it up and conditions need to be made and ultimatums might have to be introduced. But this is right. But this is far down. We're talking about after you're being introduced to all these people and you've been dating a while and you your attachments have been formed and you're at stage two or three of the relationship at that point. Right. I want to talk about stage one, getting to know each other. And what do you know, like, we don't need to proceed to stage two because 
a certain red flag has been introduced. Mine is at my age, especially I'm mid fifties. If, if I were dating, I would be dating a woman 45 plus more than likely 45 ish, probably 50 ish. And mine would be responsibility. If her entire life, she hasn't been able to hold a job. And if she's in debt, she's 45, she's had a great deal of her adult life to dig herself out of the hole, to create a career. Now, everybody has setbacks, but I want to know about history. Mm-hmm. If your whole life, you've just been bouncing from job to job, husband to husband, and you have multiple kids with multiple people, and you are the ultimate decider on whether or not you're going to get pregnant and stay pregnant, unless it was forced upon you, um, I'm going to think you're not responsible. And that means I have to carry your life forward and make up for your 45 years of decisions, or at least 25 years of adult decisions. I think you're cheating a bit with this one because it's hitting a (laughs) bunch of red flags at once. (laughs) Right, right. Well, that's a huge one. I'm saying to me, that's not a red flag. That's a black flag. That's, yeah. I'm going to think immediately, nope, if I come up. Yeah, I'm making that, but it all boils down to the responsibility issue. I'm, I am kind of piling on here and throwing <laughs> You're piling a lot on there. Yeah, I'm I'm throwing a lot in the in the bin there. But but honestly, it, it boils down to are you a responsible person at all? You know, mm-hmm. if, if you're consistently making bad mistakes, if you're 45, 50 and your life is a train wreck, what happened? I mean, now of course yeah. if you just got divorced, you know, there you you're in a bad place, no matter how amicable it was no matter how good of a career you have. That's a red flag if they just broke up with somebody. Yeah, well, you know, for long-term, it's certainly a flag because you might be the rebound guy and you don't, even if you like them, they're just not in the place to be. You might need to give them some space. Right. And I agree with that. might be the shoulder to cry on for a bit. Right, right. They have no intention of being with somebody. They just need companionship and you're it. Mm -hmm. I would say that is certainly a red flag. And I hate to do that, but just know that you're probably not going to be that long-term person if somebody male or female and i'm looking at this i say guy because we're i'm a guy you're a guy and we're heterosexual so we're looking at this from this point of view but honestly these things go both ways these red flags we're talking about go both ways yeah Uh, you just swap it goes for just this is a simply about human beings looking for another human being to have a long-term relationship with Mm -hmm. and love and and can be a partner with and if you have someone who's freshly out of a divorce, they're going to be raw. Their head's not mm-hmm. going to be in the right place. They're not even going to think of you in a manner that's probably justified because they're looking at you and they're just thinking about their last partner. And they're going to, anything you do is going to bring up stuff from the other person. That's not fair to you, but that's just the way it's going to be. They can't help it. Right. Yeah. Seeking mental stability is probably a good universal rule for all creeds and genders and roles (laughs) right right and after a divorce yeah and this is temporary you know it is they just can't help it and and that's not a good judge and it's not fair to the other person if they're just out of a divorce because their head's not in the right place either so you can't judge how they really are fresh out of one but if you're a friend of theirs and you're willing to just be a friend of theirs and hang out that's cool you know that's you can both help each other befriend each other and it may turn into something later Mm -hmm. but and and i'd say fresh out of divorce good red flag 
But if they have been divorced, say over a year, and a year, yeah, well, it depends on the relationship. What yeah. if they're in a twenty-year relationship and it's only been a year? Only been a year to me. So well, that's how I, that's I'm how not going to say all their potential issues are resolved, but their headspace should be at least stable enough to look at something objectively. I think that's subjective. Yeah, yeah, I do think that's subjective on the individual. <laughs> but but you have to draw a line somewhere. You yeah, know, you, you do. You have to, yeah. at some point, you have to go, okay, this person ought to be able to step back and look at the situation a bit more objectively and go, well, that's not right. <laughs> and make a decision as to whether they think that's appropriate behavior or not and right. not go well I, I i just got divorced you got divorced a year ago you've been through many many types of situations and dated i'm sure by then um so you need to look at these things with fresh eyes i know it's hard but you yeah. have to do it it's reasonable and it's, and it's an adult I, again i'm talking about somebody in their 40s early 50s they should be a bit more mature and able mm-hmm. to look at that more rationally than somebody who's been, who's not, who all, all of this is fresh. If you're right. freshly divorced and you're in your mid twenties, yeah, it's going to stick with you a little while. It's going to be a little raw for a little longer, I think, because you need to understand your place and how this is really going to affect you. But when you're older, things become a bit more perspective in how you look at it. You know, I'll build on that. And I'll say not in temporary and permanent mental dis, uh, instability will be you check her uh, medicine cabinet. She's got oh. anxiety <laughs> pills, depression pills, ADD pills. Yeah, you know, all kind of pills. I, 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 I can't disagree with you there. And this is going to anger, a, gonna lot anger of a lot of people. You just need to know. And we're not saying kick him to the curb. What I'm saying is it's a red flag. Need, that is a red flag. You need to consider this deeply. Yeah, because this is something that's going to affect you don't everything. know how they're going to react in certain situations yeah it's going to affect everything and you can't reason with somebody like that yeah it it's it's a real issue that yeah. you have to deal with every waking moment and you don't know how it's going to affect you and the decisions they make are going to affect you for the rest of your life potentially and theirs too and you have zero control and here's the thing they might have zero control over it too. And that's the issue. Right. I think the, the fundamental issue with it is the inconsistency causes stress on trust because you can't trust them to oh. be a certain person all the time. And that's unpredictability is monstrous. And mm-hmm. that goes to my original one of uh, responsibility. They can't be responsible for their actions. So do you right. want to be with somebody who can't be responsible for their actions? I don't mean aren't responsible because they've made a decision to not be, and that's just their personality. <laughs> but can't i'm a capricorn <laughs> right yeah. I, it can't be responsible it is a real mental issue and they have no control over it mm-hmm. so know that you're going in their eyes wide open and you're willing to deal with that if you're not prepared to deal with that you may have your own issues and you simply can't deal with that then you need to think long and hard about it yeah um Another stage into that is not quite a stage into that, but an, a, an immediate red flag to me, and this is going to get a lot of haters again, is if they're on social media a lot. Yeah, yeah, I I don't disagree, and the the problem is define a lot. 
mine's very biased. So I'm going to try to not be so biased because I'm sure a lot of people's um, regiment of social media is a lot more than mine. Yeah, <laughs> so, you're right. So you're not on at all. I'll say yeah. this. If a significant portion of their life or they seem like their second life is on social media, yeah, you may need to have a talk unless you're okay with that because yeah. you have your own things you want to do. But I'd say that's not much of a relationship. And again, yeah. that's just my opinion. Mm. However, there's nothing wrong with checking, updating, looking at friends, checking in. I don't see that as an issue because you're using it as a communication device and sharing things with friends and family. Nothing wrong with that. That's exactly what it's for. But if they live and die by people's decisions on social media and just have to get something out and they take time out of your day and their day throughout the day to yeah. put things up on social media and constantly refer to it, that's a problem for me. That is a definitely a red flag. And some would say that anything on TikTok or OnlyFans <laughs> is... Those are not comparable, by the way. I think <laughs> you might think they are. Those are not comparable. Yeah, I, I don't know much about them. I don't look That's at That's a them. boomer coming out. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't look at them. Uh, I would say an OnlyFans account, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That's a huge, that's a black flag. If that's she a black a, flag, oh, that's it. She has an OnlyFans. Yeah. That's not a red flag. That's just a critical that's hit. Get out. Uh, yeah. yeah you're, that's a over. get out. Yeah, that's a board mission immediately. I would have to say, yeah. Uh, hit the eject button and parachute to safety. Yeah. yeah. I would have to agree. Um, TikTok, I don't know. I tried it. Uh, it was so annoying to me. Constant um, alerts, constant vying for your attention whenever you would look at something else on your phone or try to do something worthwhile on your phone, TikTok would jump in your face. And it annoyed me so badly, I simply deleted the app, even though at times it was humorous and had some pretty cool stuff on it. It simply wasn't worth it. Um, it was one of those things where the juice was not worth the squeeze on this particular app. I couldn't abide it. I had to get rid of it. And that might be my boomer coming out, but I couldn't. It was annoying. Um, yeah, I can't speak anything other than that with you about it because I feel the same way. I cannot deal with them being um, more than an hour is pushing it. If you're on it and we're around each other and I don't spend all day with you, that's weird to me already because I'm already spending time with you. I'm taking the time out of my day. We to enjoy each other's right. presence. And that's a and, good way to look at it. You're there. Yeah. You took the time to be there in person and took time and you expect some attention, reciprocation, mm -hmm. something. And they're just staring at their phone for 15, 20, 30 minutes at a time, talking to yeah. people who didn't even bother to contact them in the first place because they're on this social media platform and you're, they're living their life through there. Like I said, there's nothing wrong with checking in with people or sending messages and using it as a communication device. That's what it's for. But it's another thing when you're taking your life away from somebody who's willing to be there in person and spend time with you and devote it to the phone in front of them constantly throughout the day that is a major issue for me or you're willing to listen to those people instead of you who's standing there right. in front of you and they're and you're giving them priority over the guy or girl standing next to you because i'm sure some guys do it too i just don't know any myself but i'm sure some do so i'm not sure how far you want to go into as in first stage but i can go a couple other easy ones sure is, let's hear it i gotta i have a few myself uh crazy dyed hair already out 
Oh, that's a flag. For you. <laughs> Huge flag. That's like a peacocking. Like I'm a, I'm a cuckoo person and you're going to deal with issues if you try to date me long term because Blue, I have pink, purple. I have magenta hair. It's like a, I'm out. Yeah, you're done. I'm out. Dog yeah. mom under her profile. Cat mom under her profile. I'm out. Oh, yeah. Well, you're looking at profiles. See, I don't even think about profiles. I'm just talking about the person. Uh, you know, that started becoming a thing in the 80s. Punk rock and all that. And people started. Too many piercings. Using. That's too much for you, too, huh? These are. To me, I'm very picky, so unfortunately, it seems but, that way because I'm a little more forgiving than you are. I don't. I'm okay with the hair, because to me, it's if you have weird hair, you better be really cool. Yeah, <laughs> to overcome what you're showing everybody, right? Mm -hmm. And that's how I am too, because I've known people with colorful hair, uh, that peacock green and blue, or the magenta and red, or even yellow streaks with some orange highlights and other stuff, and they were fine. Uh, I'm sure they had something. I don't know why they did it. I didn't ask them. And that's the other thing. I pretend like it's just your hair. That's now, your when thing. did, when did, it, when, how old were these women when you saw them doing this? Oh, this was like last year. Okay. So they were probably much older. No, one was, one was uh, maybe five years younger than me. The others were younger. Okay, we were much older for me. Yeah. We're around your age. The other ones okay. were around your age and okay. had the peacock hair. Which I thought didn't look good, but that was their thing, and I didn't address it. I didn't ask them about it. Didn't care. I just talked yeah. to them like their hair was their regular brunette color, and they acted like I was talking to them like they're. I made no mention of it whatsoever, and there was nothing said about it, and they were fine. But I, I wasn't trying to date them. They exactly. There is. <laughs> It was the daughter of a close friend very, of mine. So very casual are. conversation with these type of people. Very easy to do. They right. love to talk, if anything. Right. That's not a problem. It's when you start digging under those layers. You right. Start when you're trying to have a long-term relationship, the you need to find out, okay, what's going on. I will say this. I don't believe I've seen any of these women in long-term relationships so that may be a clue it's <laughs> a telling sign as well uh, and now, now the older one was she just decided to do it as a whim it lasted about a month and then mm -hmm. that was that so that's what i was going to get at is depending on the age of the woman to me when you do this as a younger age like 18 to 25 right. it's a right. much different much different uh perspective or expression you're trying to give off to the rest of the world than a woman who's sure 45 i mean you're making a this. statement yeah, you know, loudly. A forty-five-year-old woman doing it is a lot different to me. I have never seen a man with colorful hair that way in a long-term relationship, and the oh. only ones I have seen like that were gay. Well, so, yeah. I mean, it's a very feminine. It was obvious they were that. gay. It wasn't like, how did you know? Well, their boyfriend was had their hand <laughs> in their pocket, so it seemed pretty obvious to me they were gay. <laughs> it was. I wasn't making a giant leap of deduction, yeah. you know. So <laughs> well, at the time you were trying to get my number, so I had to assume things. <laughs> no, it was way. they were gay. I haven't seen. I'm sure there's the occasional straight guy with the blonde highlights or something that's trying to put on that beach guy vibe. Yeah, or, the NSYNC Backstreet Boy thing is coming back apparently. Is it the frosted yeah, see, I, tips? I just remember that from back in the day, yeah, and I'll say this. I knew them as guys, and if I were a woman, knowing what I knew about them, I wouldn't have dated them. So it's a certain red flag. I have to, I have to give it to you. I'm not saying kick him to the curb. 
it's not a black flag it's a red flag i'm very picky so yeah yeah i and would say it's a red flag for most people though and here's the thing everybody should be picky and i'll say uh, another thing the most important decision you can make is who you're going to partner up with it's going to affect the rest of your life and how it goes from here on out and people don't look at it that way it's more important than buying a house it's more important than starting a business who you marry so be picky and take sure. these red flags into consideration be picky but i feel like we're getting into another conversation yes we'll have to we go are to another time. yes yes and so i just wanted to say that to get it out in the open so that's why i'm picky you're picky we know these things and these red flags we're mentioning so we can make proper decisions mm-hmm. um one and it should it's obvious to everyone and everybody knows this but it's easy to make excuses for but i'm going to say it anyway lies when you catch somebody lying or deceiving you in the beginning of a relationship, it is a dark red flag. When yeah. you see it multiple times, it is a black flag. <laughs> Get yeah. rid of them. And I say that without equivocation. It is always proven true. And I've been out with many, many women. And I have talked, have many women friends who went out with many, many men. It does not matter the gender or sex. Get rid of them. Yeah, that's there's no argument towards and, that at all for anybody. And the thing is, there. they will explain it away, rationalize it, reason it to you, and I'm here to tell you, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Don't let them do it. Just nod your head, yeah, okay, and stop going out with them. They are not long-term material. On a lighter note, mm-hmm. zodiac signs. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm out. You're done. I'm done. I'm they can't done. go. Oh, I can tell you're a Pisces. You're done. I'm done. 100% done. Wow. Oh, yeah, that's really cool. Anyway, next person. <laughs> cuckoo. Cuckoo. <laughs> that, came, that became big in the 70s. I don't, that means I'm neutral with that just because it's one of those pop things that is, that is meaningless to me. So I'm okay with it. It doesn't bother I, me. What I will give to a soften that blow, I know I'm being very harsh right now. Yeah, is yeah, a lot is, of people. That's what you are. Yeah, it's what yeah it is. a lot. A lot of people use it as a icebreaker, as a conversation right, starter. Right, right. I get that. I don't abide by it. <laughs> you don't abide anything about it. You? To you, Negative. you're just over it. Yeah. Negative. I it's... care not. I don't even remember my birthday most of the time. It just recently happened. I had to be reminded <laughs> multiple times by people on the day before of. Is that a black flag event for you? Asking your sign. Not a black flag. It's a hard red flag, though. It's you, a bright red. You might, if you don't get away from that conversation really quick, we have issue. If you start saying you started making decisions based off of that, off of that sign you gotta, you gotta in your life, them. I'm gonna start. Okay, bye bye. Yeah, yeah, that's a black flag for you. Like that's yeah. that's your identity, and you make decisions based off of that, and your life revolves around what zodiac sign you are mm-hmm. it, it it has to be very lighthearted as a conversation started like oh what's right, your, what's your right. sign and oh that's right. funny because you don't act like that at all anyway you know that type of thing it has to be like what's your favorite color type of thing pretty much <laughs> i can see that yeah <laughs> yeah that's, that's about that's, it that's true yeah i don't i don't like i said i'm dead neutral about it so it 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 means nothing to me um another big one and it's similar to other ones about their family and friends not liking you, but this is inverted and not reverse, but inverted. I know it's going to be weird. Like what? Uh, <laughs> if all of their exes 
were asses and jerks, all of them, and everything was there. Yeah, that's a no. That's a real hard no. That's a big, big red I feel flag. like you're hitting more second stage stuff here. Because no. you can't know these things until later on. No, you you have this in first stage dating. You find out what they think of them, how they think, how they respond, yeah. how they communicate. It depends this on is how you all, yeah, this is all, your dates. Mm-hmm, this is all first stage dating. This is getting to know you phase. And sure, you're getting to know somebody in stage two. But stage two is where you're meeting family and close friends and having dinner with them and spending time with them. And they're getting to know you. To me, that's stage two. Gotcha. Uh, stage one is you're getting to know each other superficially past the superficial level to okay who are you and what do you really think and about these things and what's really happened to you and what's your past like and that kind of thing not more more than so where do you work yeah i think a lot of the cruxes to this is we date differently and i've been told this to my girlfriend that i'm i'm a lot slower on my approach i i talk to you for at least a week or up to three weeks before i go yeah well your your stage one is via video yeah right <laughs> well i'll text them i'll text them, texting, like, them for, yeah but you're doing that time. yeah you're doing that through online communication or through phone communication i'll share phone numbers pretty quickly but yeah. after that i'll text for a while and then yeah mine is we're dating and, and going we're going out to dinner or going to an event or mm-hmm. or something or even just each other's houses or apartments or whatever and and talking about these things and eating, watching a movie or, or a TV series or something that to me is stage one. That's how you're getting to know them. Just, you know, being with each other, hanging out, talking, going through life, seeing how they respond, seeing what's important to them. What do they talk about? How do they talk about it? And what do they think about things? That's all stage one. That's how you, that's how you get to know somebody. And if they're claiming all of their exes were asses, I mean, just, oh, he was this, he was that, and they just won't, all of them, you know, that's an issue. Yeah. That's, that's a real issue. So I'll go into building off of us dating differently. One of the flags I look for that you're not going to relate to is how they text back. You're not going to, no, it makes sense. You don't approach it's, this. No, but it, it, it correlates to how do they respond back and speech to you about certain questions. Not even that. It's how they try to manipulate conversation towards you. Same thing. It's just they um, do it in person. To give an example is, say you're always starting the conversation, and then you don't for a day and see what they do, and then they say that you're never wanting to talk to them anymore or something crazy. So you, you just – because you notice you're always the one starting the conversation. Oh, and you and just then, give them the opportunity to do it? And they and never they get, do. And they never do, or they get mad if you do? And they get mad that you didn't. It's like, okay, yeah, that's weird. I don't like, yeah, I'm an older guy and I'm dating mature women. And that is not a thing for me. If they, I'll say this as a mature woman, if they made an issue about that, that would be a big problem for me. I yeah. would have to say, what are you talking about? If you want to text text, if you don't, don't, mm-hmm. there's no other meaning attached to it. If you start assigning meaning to that sort of thing, you're creating problems or there are none. And yeah, that's a, that would be an issue for me. Uh, that is something high school girls do, young <laughs> young women. You know, really, that's how I think. If mm-hmm. that's if you're still doing that, or at and you're in my dating range, yeah, I don't want to deal with that. I don't. If I wanted to date high school women, I would be. I wouldn't because I don't. Uh, it's just no. But <laughs> if I were looking to date younger women with those kind of things, 
I would try to do that, but I don't, and I don't want to deal with that issue. Right. So yeah, I get, I get that. Um, yeah, that's wild. Oh, another, another flag. If they have an X, like, Oh, you know, some, they had a couple of bad breakups, perhaps they had most of them. They were, they realized they weren't compatible, but they stayed friends. That's all well and good. That's to be expected. Or they're friends with all their exes. That's okay, too. They're just that kind of person. They don't like to hurt people's feelings, and they're able to smooth it over. That's actually a good sign up to a point. But if one of their exes is still their best bud, and they were engaged, and they're still over at their house all the time, they're like a brother to them. But And that's okay if they're that close. But they shouldn't be there every time you're there, or they shouldn't be cutting into your time and you're having to share her. That is a problem. Nothing wrong with being, you find out, hey, I get along real well with this person, but we can't be in a relationship and he's like a brother to me. Okay. But every time you show up for something, there he is. Every time you want to talk to something, he's calling or texting and she's got to answer back. And she's talking to him more than she's talking to you or almost as much. That's a real problem. Or his decisions mean more than yours. And you've been trying to make this work for months and you're the romantic interest. And that guy's not. And that goes the other way around. If you're a woman and that guy has a woman friend that's like a sister, that's all well and good. But if she's constantly texting and calling that guy and he's telling, talking to her as much as she's talking to you, that's a big no. <laughs> I can definitely see that. Yeah, and that happens more often than when people would like to admit, um, just because they get along so well. But, you know, they're, they, they need to move on. There's nothing wrong with having somebody close and being a best friend that's of the opposite sex. But there has to be boundaries. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, my girlfriend, she's she had that, and they're not as close now. But when we were initially starting our relationship, they were pretty close. Mm -hmm. um, but it never, be, it never infringed upon our relationship. He was never... That's that's the thing yeah and it, it never right. compromised anything about us yeah then that's healthy they're 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 friendly they like spending time with each other they they talk but it doesn't infringe upon your relationship or or change her decision about you or take away any of your time and attention of any real degree so mm -hmm. nothing wrong with that you know yeah i would uh i know you're not gonna relate to this one this is more of a that the last two I have are more young and problems is the first one degree what type of degree do they get because most women now get a college degree coming mm -hmm. out of high school yeah if they, they got a, if they got well, a women liberal have arts, degrees in men now the younger yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. if they got a liberal arts degree or if they're in yeah liberal arts is all right that's a classical no. degree negative if they have a liberal arts degree <laughs> wow. political science degree oh Oh, they're in a large debt because of the degree and they have well, no, nothing to show for it. That's that's one of my if, if somebody's in a lot of debt, that's a big red flag. And I'm going to tell you the reason doesn't really matter unless they were married to somebody that plunged them in the debt and they're having to pay it off and they didn't know about it. You know, there's very few exceptions to this, but in general debt for any reason even student loans well who doesn't have debt from that well you know that's your debt that's not somebody else's that's for your life for you as a person that's not for somebody else to pick up and carry and i don't I know mind that student debt it's whether or not you actually did anything with accruing that debt 
like you did it, you made it in a smart way. You, you, you did it towards a degree that's going to propel you into a career that's going to pay well and give you a secure future as opposed to something in the creative arts yeah. that you're Enhanced never going to be able to pay it off. That you don't do anything with. Yes. Right. You can't do anything with it. Right. Because there's no jobs at the philosophy to, yeah. department. Uh, to facilitate factory. that. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. I, I agree. That means poor decision maker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, their fantasy life or what they want is more important than what's really going on out there. Right. Well, what if they have that, but they have another degree that actually they put forth and use towards making a life for themselves? That's fine. Then they actually use their degree. Right. For enhanced learning. That shows the actual meaning of it. Right. That shows they were aware of of what life's really like, but they wanted to do that other thing and they were willing to spend money on it, but they can dig their way out. So that's okay with you. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, you're being, I think that's fair. Mm -hmm. But you're, on your part, you're saying if you're willing to go in, $100,000, $50,000 worth of debt, and now you can't get a job because of that poor decision. Yeah, that's a problem. I I can't disagree with you there, son. I would say that is an (laughs) excellent, excellent rationale. And you really have to be uh, strong about it, too, because it's easy to give excuses for them, especially if you think they're gorgeous and they're nice and they get along with everybody and all this. They're going to continue to make decisions that put oh, them I feel bad for so many men in a bad that, way. That urge to provide is so strong. It is strong. It is tough to want, overcome. And you, you want to be help the savior. Them. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. White knighting will kill you. And here's the thing. The, that type of thing, it's dragons they are creating. So every dragon you slay, there will be two more right behind them. It's a hydra. You, it's not a dragon. <laughs> right. Because you just killed one. So now they get to make one or two more because they don't have to worry about that one anymore. Yeah, it's a never-ending thing. So, yeah, I would say that is a definite red flag. Um, yeah. And an excellent point. <laughs> the next one, I'll just throw the, throw the other one in here. Um, kids. That's, yeah. that's a young thing. Yeah. I know you don't have that option as an older man, but as a young guy, having kids. Well, no, I, I you know, some women waited till later. So you'll have some women who had kids much later. And I have to say, yeah, that would be a big red flag for me too, because one, why did you wait? Why did you think that would be a good decision? I would have to question your decision-making process, how they're being taken care of, how it impacts your life, and how do you expect it to impact my life? I would not say it would be a black flag event, but it would be, okay, it would be a red flag. It would be something to, to concern me. That's a sure. black flag for me. I'm not yeah, I, I would I would say for your age that would certainly be certainly be a black flag, um, and I and I would have to look at it hard. I'll say this one, and especially it's in early stages of relationship, phase one, so to speak, stage one. Love bombing. If you have only been going out a short time, and they are just bombing you with how much they love you and want to do things for you have to text and call you all the time, want to see you whenever you are able and available, don't allow you any space and want to be next to you at all possible times. That is a problem. That is a problem on so many levels. I can't even begin to describe it and give it justice because we don't have enough time here, but (laughs) that is a giant problem. Even in long conversation format, we don't have enough time. We don't have, we do not have the time. 
But if you have somebody just coming on strong and hard and relentlessly and then becomes petulant when you call them on it and try to enforce some sort of boundary and say, look, I have things I need to do. I have to do this. Of course, I want to see it be nice, but I got to do this. And then they start becoming angry about it or trying to put you in a bad situation for it. Yeah, that is no. Too clean. It's, like, it's only because way. I know you're my type and we get along. So well. they're going to give you all these rationales. And then they're going to put it on you that you're just somebody who doesn't want to spend time. You're just using them. They're going to put the blame on you. Of course, they can't be a blame because that's just how people are. So, yeah, if they start that, yeah, giant red flag. Giant red yeah, flag. Yeah, clingy. I'm a little bit partial about clingy. It's probably because I've never gotten it all the way. I know I haven't. Uh, it's just not the type of yeah. Clingy is a for. pleasant way to put it. That you want to yeah. be close. I'll call it love bombing because they start ramping it up pretty quick if you allow the clinginess, and it mm -hmm. becomes a a wet blanket enveloping you. <laughs> a weighted wet blanket. Yes. <laughs> Warm and gooey, and you can't get away from it because it's constricts your movements, and then they become angry uh, when yeah, you obsessive. call them on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that goes to a host of issues that it's only going to get worse. Remember phase one is supposed to be the beginning of the best part of it. You're supposed to be learning each other, be as pleasant as you can. You got your public face on and you're starting to let the, the, the masks come off to see who they really are. And you're still pleasant about it. And you're understanding how that person thinks and acts and looks at the world. And if that's the time that it starts getting weird and, something that's uncomfortable for you that's a problem that's yeah. as good as it's going to get it's only downhill from there most of the time so <laughs> so that is a definite red flag um i'll put out i'm not sure which one to put out first is how they dress in public and what do you mean by that one because i know uh, you anger some people if they're too promiscuous mm. with their dressing style and and they're doing it for attention beyond you Man, that's old school. Um, I I would say that. Now, I'm probably a lot more liberal with my definition of promiscuous than old school is. But it, it has yeah. to be quite obscene for me to be like, okay, that's a that's a little much. Yeah, and yeah, and you're and again, we're talking about long term relationships. You know, you're we're we're not talking about hey, we're just going out and have a good time. Oh yeah, if it's just good time time, she can dress however she yeah, likes. She can care. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but yeah i see what you're saying like they're they're starting to be with you and their closet looks like they work nighttime on the streets for money and they have nothing else to wear that could possibly go to like the state fair with or anything um <laughs> you know or they go to the state fair in that that's weird yeah because they have nothing else to wear so why do they it's need weird. that sort of attention even if they that, do have other things to wear we're going to some restaurant that's a podunk little restaurant somewhere and you're in you're in the uh, tequila dress or whatever cocktail dress i don't know what whatever they call them right with high heels six inch high heels and and we're getting po boys what is what is wrong with you right now what are we doing what is this well that leads me to think there may be other things but i would say your your gut instinct would be correct like what's going on with you and why are you doing this like why do you think that's necessary and again I, i'm not saying we'd be angry or frustrated about it it's just something you need to look at and deeply consider yeah that no, might just be who flag. they are right that's, that's not, not a black, black flag. flag no it's just that's... weird mm -hmm. it's a red flag right 
like what's what's up with that oh that's just how she is and here's the thing i've known a couple of women who do just that they dress what other women and many men would deem inappropriate they dress they overdress for certain situations they like clinging dresses that mm-hmm. some might say are not appropriate for the situation now they're business style dresses but they're built so well that other they women show get off a, their aesthetics a little bit yeah other women get a little green when they see them and men just can't help but look and that is just tough to overcome and they are good people mean nothing by it. that's just what they like that's who they are and you talk to them you wouldn't know any different they're vying for attention that's but, how that's how it is but they Underline. feel good when they're wearing that and they do I'm sure they do they do like the attention i would have to say or they wouldn't wear that so that's an issue you have to consider and like you said it's a red flag it's not a black flag it's not issue. a problem it's not a, it's unless not a big it's a problem, problem. <laughs> right coupled with other things that might be one but by itself right. it's not one yeah yeah by itself it's over it's definitely just an obstacle we can talk about it and figure out what's her mindset right. behind it and see and don't get me wrong men do that too you got a guy who wants to walk around downtown in shorts no shirt the, you yeah know, the super chad with the yeah yeah because he's got a six-pack yeah. yeah 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 what's what's going on with that that is not a long-term person unless you don't mind sharing the dude if that's right <laughs> if that's okay with you knock yourself out but you will be sharing whether you know it or not just understand this and i think most people know this so it's it wouldn't be a surprise to anyone at that point um the other one is somebody you're in stage one and they're overly secretive I'm not saying you should be trading passwords to each each other's stuff. What I'm saying is you don't know where they live and y'all been dating for over a month. Uh, you don't really know where they work or what they do. They tell you, but it's in vague terms and you don't really know much about them and they know all about you. And how did this happen? <laughs> and you're asking, you're saying, Hey, you want to do something this weekend? Oh, I can't this weekend. Oh, okay. What you're doing? Casual stuff. Something that normal people talk about and discuss with each other, especially if they're getting to know each other and they won't tell you like, oh, well, I'm just going with some friends to some vague place and we're going to do some vague thing that could be true or not. And like, wait a minute, you've been dating for a month. They should be telling, you should know who these people are at this point, or at least they want to tell you who these people are because they want to introduce you to their friends and family at this point or stop seeing you. You know, they should be giving you names, not to know, not to say, you know who they are, but it should be specifics and there's, and it should be no big deal. So why is it a big deal? Why are they not telling you something's up? I'd say that's a red flag. And I say a month could be two months, but you know what I mean? You're still in stage one and they're deliberately, but you're, you're moving on and they're deliberately not giving you any info at all. And you freely given much of your personal information because why not that's how they get to know you yeah that's i've, I've heard this story many a times with uh men and women mm-hmm. yeah i yeah. think gender doesn't matter i mean we're we're talking from a hetero male perspective but gender does not matter on these things we're talking about yeah the, you know the relationship eventually collapsed they find out they've been married the person's been married this entire time I'm like now that i'm thinking about it i didn't really know too much about that person right right and it's easy because <laughs> You want to like that person. You get along great with them. They talk well. You spend a lot of good time with each other. They're fun to talk to. Great personality. Good social skills. You do things. You like them. You're attracted to them. You have all these things going on. Everything else is fine. And then you realize, wait a minute. I, 
they don't tell me really much of anything, but they do talk a lot and distract me from what I was asking from in the first place. That is a they are not a long term person. And whether you know it or not, they don't think you are either, or they'd be telling you these things. And and that's my other point on that. If this person is not giving you this specific information and is not willing to let you know who their friends are and what they do, then you're not considered a long-term prospect or they'd be telling you, they'd want you to know. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, I think the last one I can think of is um, them trying to change you all the time. Ooh, that's a biggie. Yeah. You know, you either, get along and that's the kind of person for you or not but don't try to make them into somebody that you want them to be and they clearly are not that there's a lot of fix-up projects that i've seen go on both men and women them yes. trying to be the savior both, or, the, yeah. or the woman trying to be i'll make them a better man whatever yeah it's common that, common uh wisdom that women do this to men but men do it too to women and that's I don't know why they don't call them on it, but it does happen and it's doomed to failure. I would say that is a significant red flag and it's done in subtle ways over time at first or suggestion. And then as people become more and more attached to each other and there's emotional bonds and leverage, you know, of some sort, for whatever reason, they, they get more dominating about it, but it's always doomed to failure. Just let them be who they are. Now, I'm not saying like, hey, I thought we were going to do this and you get a little irritated and you, you mention it and you're trying to change a particular behavior for a particular reason. That's one thing. But it's yeah. another thing to try to change them into somebody who they're not. Yeah. Oh, you like that music? We don't listen to that music anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh. Yeah. We, oh, okay. We, is that the oh, we don't eat those we? foods anymore. We're, we're vegan now. Yeah. That type what? of things. Yeah. Yeah. Those Those kind of things. You, oh i'm vegetarian because my girlfriend's vegetarian okay guy yeah and, and i'll say this uh, if you're a woman and you have a guy who's willing to switch his diet just for you that should be a red flag for you too that person has no self-direction what yeah. kind of what kind He's of willing to bend very far back just to get some yeah you some, ultimately some, you know will not and not just that you ultimately will not be happy with that person probably uh, yeah. Of course, there's always exceptions and there might be a reason for that behavior that we're unaware of. But if that person's willing, just, oh, yeah, I like that, too. And, and they don't even really know what it's about. Just to, yeah, one, they're lying to you <laughs> just to just to make you feel good or try to get in your good graces or they have no sense of personhood. They have no sense of self yeah. at all. And they're just do willing to do whatever. And they're going to have a hard time in life, which just means as a long-term partner, you're going to have a hard time in life too. You're going to have to deal with those kind of issues. I would say that's a, that's a good red flag for sure. Well, did you want to uh, talk about, did you discuss prior with your relationship? Cause I did with mine. She shared a lot with what you have actually. So I'm not have too much other. Oh yeah. You know, hers was jobs. That was a big one. If you can't hold a job, then it's always somebody else's fault. So that was more of a twofer. Yeah, my fiance said that. And that goes with responsibility to me. And I gave that as an example. But that was a big one for her. And she saw that. She goes, that one kind of 
spills over into other decision-making processes and how their personality is and what they think about and how they view the world. If they are a man that can't hold a job and especially if the reason they can't hold a job is everybody else's fault, not like everybody has a job where sometimes it just turns bad and you can't stand it. But if it happened at some point and they were okay with it for 10 years or so, and they just like, it went to hell and they couldn't stand it anymore. That's entirely different from somebody who can't hold a job for six months. Yeah. You know, can't hold a job for six months or a year is like a major milestone and they're a grown adult. And it's like the 10th job they've had in a, in a five-year period, you know, what's going on. Yeah. That, that was a big one for her for a good reason. And not a type of job. That's not a, that's not one. If they're just, doesn't matter uh, what the type of job is. Gotcha. Doesn't matter. Yeah. That's that's nice of her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the reason why is there's always a reason. That's to say, when you have that, it happened that many times for that long, and it's always the play, the workplace's fault. It does not matter. Mm-hmm. And she's, you know, after thinking about it, she's absolutely right. It doesn't matter. At some point, one of them, all you had to do was stay at one of them, ten jobs, five years, and that's just an example. I mean, that's not a specific thing. It could have been five jobs in two years. You know, and I'll say one that um, Lauren talked about, and we you kind of touched on it, but not really. You pretty much hit every single one she said, which I found quite amusing. And one you <laughs> quite, didn't quite get was if they talk about their ex all the time, or they ask about your exes all the time. They're very interested about your exes, and they're very they talk about theirs all the time. Right. Well, they're trying to evaluate how you respond to it. They so compare I, you to their exes. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. And and. I'm okay with that up to a point because that's how they can relate to you and see if you're somebody who they think they could be with. But if you've gotten past this and they keep bringing it up constantly, I would have to agree. That's a red flag. So I'll tell you why she, I think she manifests this from me because I had a, I did this terribly with her in the beginning what I would compare her to other well, people. Uh, so that's a personal that was, thing that spilled she out. She manifested this from most likely from me. She might've had right. it beforehand. And I just, I just kept nit- nitpicking at it because I kept bringing it back to that. So that probably, yeah, you got to stop that. And you probably, oh, yeah, I stopped that a long time ago, but in yeah, the beginning, right. It was just, that's because it was fresh in your mind. And that's what I was talking about earlier. Somebody freshly divorced, freshly out of a long-term relationship. I say divorced, but it could be any long-term relationship that's going to be burning in their mind. It's, it's unlikely that you would be the long-term prospect just because she hung with you to get over your stuff, you know? Yeah. So that's, and you stayed with her too. That's kind of unusual. That doesn't usually happen. Although well, mine wasn't very recent. I just had a little bit of, I don't know, lack of understanding on her part, empathy to, for her to hear me, the other person talking about somebody else the entire time. She had to bring it up to me multiple times right. for me to finally get it Stop in my it. head. Yeah. Right. And that's understandable. That's what I'm saying. It's tough. Somebody fresh out of a long-term relationship, you're, you're going to be dealing with a ton of issues. And typically, uh, you, you're not going to. So you're just going to go. It's not going to be a long-term prospect in general. But you went through it. So like I said, there's always exceptions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was one of the few red flags, I guess, enough for her to keep, not enough for her to go away. Right. <laughs> and 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 another one mentioned that you sort of already touched upon it, trying to change the other person. But another one is always having to tell or dominate another person. Like you're always going to tell them what to do and things like that. And I know men are accused of doing that to women 
but that's pretty much changing another Man-splaining. person. Mansplaining. Yeah. Don't do that. Well, I don't know why women aren't called on it too, because the yeah, woman explaining is ridiculous. I guess they do it's that o- too. Oh, horribly. But it's okay if they do it. They don't even have a thing. It's like, well, they have to explain it to you because you're just a man. It's going to swing constant. the other way eventually, yeah. and then people but are going to say. That's why I mentioned it doesn't matter what what sex or gender you are. If if you know it, these things are universal. We're talking about. Mm-hmm. Same goes if you're a woman and you know you need to work, but you won't. You won't hold a job because you know you can kind of make it on his income, but you really won't have enough money because the job or market is saturated with people. That's a problem. You're not responsible. That, you, yeah. you have enough money if you didn't buy things all the time, but you want to go yes. and use his money to buy things all the time, which puts you all in financial compromise. Right. That's right. a problem. Right. Yeah. And, and you will work for your money for the things right. you want. Well, one of, one of my flags was uh, after the love bombing, before we mentioned what our, our partners were talking about, like my fiance and your girlfriend, is if she starts demanding you pay for her private things and you're still in stage one, like the love bombing is happening and now she wants you to pick up the car note. Yeah, that's weird. That is not that's a weird. huge flag for not guys my age because they really? think all of us have a lot of money certainly more than them if you're dating a younger woman and i'm going to tell you don't do it yeah. <laughs> i'm not saying it's a black flag name. event because she may be testing you to see how pliable you are but it's something you certainly shouldn't forget and that see, goes i'm so less i have such a i'm such a shorter slack of rope for that if, yeah. if that's if i find out that's a test you're testing me i'm done yeah Oh yeah, and and I'm failing that, on purpose, right? And, out. and these are things that are accepted commonly, uh, and we'll call it as it is, shit testing. If I fail them on purpose, if you shit test me, I will fail it spectacularly right there on purpose. I will do the worst thing possible for that. I won't do the worst thing possible. Oh yeah, but yeah. I'll definitely be a little petty and then immediately leave you. No, I'm not going to be a little petty. I'm going to be a lot petty. And when, and I'm going to see what you do about it. And I'm going to stand there and wait for you to respond. <laughs> and the reason why is you were rude and disrespectful to me and you're trying to play games with me. So, all right. And I'm going to make, I'm going to have some entertainment out of it if you're going to do that. And I'm not going to be mad about it, but I'm going to fail it. And we're going to see how this is. It's a red flag for me. It is not a deal breaker. It is not a date ender. Wow. It's but, not a... Yeah. But, so you're essentially making it a black flag for her. No, it's not a black flag. It, because you're going to be... You're going to extremely be petty about it, though. That's no, I'm not going to be... I'm Well, <laughs> you, just, you could say, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna blow it up. It's going to be a fail. It's going to be a spectacular fail. And, <laughs> and, we're, and I'm going to wait and see how you respond to it. Because you brought this up. It didn't need to be here. But you created this. <laughs> you manipulated events and tried to manipulate me. I'm a grown man. I've been a grown man for a very long time. This is not necessary. Just walk away. <laughs> it's not worth it. No, I'm not walking away. We're we're it's dating. So it. let's see how you let's see how you respond to it. You want to see how I respond to it? Here you are. <laughs> and let's see how this goes. I, I don't even want to be with somebody like that. So I just dip. Oh, you know, like I said, especially uh older women, women around my age, uh, a little bit younger, they do this because they've been taught 
you need to do this to find out what kind of guy it is. It is a thing for them. It is tough for them to break those types. You'll of find ways. out real quick what type of guy I am. Yeah, yeah, and and you will I'm with out. me too. And here's the thing: after I fail their test spectacularly, I will tell them what they did, why I did it, and we'll see how this goes. It could be a black flag event. It could be, but it doesn't have to be. It depends on how they handle it. Because in in many ways, you're more helpful than I am because I'm not even going to be the helpful lesson for them because you're yeah. essentially providing them a chance to have a lesson. No, I'm not even. Well, I'm going to see. I'm I'm really going to see what kind of person they really are because this may be just something that they do because they think they're supposed to. You know, they they think that this is what you do to find out what kind of person you're dating. And I'm going to tell them this is not appropriate or this is after I fail spectacularly, and it could be bad, <laughs> but. We're going to see how this goes. I'm not. It, the most they'll get is, is he, oh, he ghosted me. That's all they're going to learn from that situation. Yeah. And, and you know, that's, that's fair too. I know people will disagree, but again, it's rude and disrespectful to play when these I, kind of games. Yeah. When you make my games with me. Yeah. It yeah. is rude and disrespectful. And I'll tell you one of these. We were, wanted to go out and eat. We were just decided to go to a movie and we were both hungry and say, Hey, Let's go out and eat somewhere. I'm like, oh, yeah, that sounds good. I didn't even eat supper, so I, I could certainly grab something. And she goes, where do you want to go? I'm like, you know, this is that conversation that every dating couple has. I don't care. And, and you know me, I will eat anything just about except for a certain specific kind of foods. I will eat 99.9% .9 of everything that's edible except very specific things. So when I say I don't that care. Fish. I, and I'll even eat that if it's thin and properly done, but not much of it. But, and, and they're like, you know, they roll their eyes and it's something to laugh about. You know, you talk about it, but I really don't care. So I said that, I was like, you know, I will eat anything. So don't rely on me because I'll take us to the closest restaurant and be happy. So don't ask me. Right. <laughs> and I said exactly that. Do not ask me. Because I will eat whatever you put in front of whatever. me. Whatever I will literally look whatever gives me the most food for the price and whatever's closest in that. Whatever food. I say, whatever's closest, we're going to it. So it could be fast food or a four-star restaurant, anywhere in you know, and anywhere in between. I really do not care. And she's like, okay. And then I saw her eyes light, and then I saw her pause for a minute and go, let's go to this place. And it was a very expensive restaurant. And I didn't have a tie on. And ties were not required, but suggested. But you did have to have a jacket. And I happen to have a jacket on like this blazer, but really more like business casual with blazer, you know, typical older person kind of date thing. And I'm thinking, wow, she made, and this was like date number three. And this was $200 a, a person kind of place. That's a weird move to play. She, that wasn't weird. That was a shit test. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's a move. She played a move. Yes. And I'm and like, I understand that. Yeah. And I looked at her and I didn't even pause. I'm like, you know, that place does have good food. Let's go there. <laughs> but so we, she's like, oh, great. All smiles. We're going. So I drive over there and it was on the other side of town. So it took a while so to get under the under, under the tonal understanding that most, but that you're going to pay, but you're not going to pay. Oh, no, 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 leading no, no. To. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So <laughs> that's exactly what happened. And she was extraordinarily angry. And I, and my, <laughs> I, I, I'm like, I thought you were paying you, you suggest, 
I thought when you want to go to the place, you're the one paying. I did that. It's like, you know, I didn't even, I didn't even bring my wallet. <laughs> Cause I got the tickets online. She had to pay. She had to pay. <laughs> I told you when I fail, I fail spectacularly. <laughs> bring my wallet. <laughs> but you were driving. Yeah. Totally forgot. It's in my other pants. Totally forgot. it. And here, <laughs> and here's the thing. I didn't pay her back either. I refused to do it. I didn't, I didn't offer to pay her back. I didn't do any of that. And I know people are going to be outraged. I don't care. She did it. She picked the place. It was on her. She did it gaming or trying to pull something or shit testing or however you want to call it, manipulate, whatever she was doing to see my reaction. She got it. Yeah. Depending on how that conversation went, but not really. It's to the understanding that if you're okay with having the meal there, then you'd be okay with paying for it. Why not? Right. Of course. And that was exactly my response when we ha- we were having this conversation at the end of dinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, me? Wouldn't even go there with it. I, but to also, I would have failed that in the beginning because I'd have seen what it was and just been like, I'm not, we're not doing oh, it. Going it there. was so obvious what it was. But again, we're older and both working. And I, I was waiting for her to bring it up because it was an example. Like, wow. I would not normally go to a place like that except for a very special occasion. And that's typically what that place is. Or you're earning mid six figures, you know, four or $500,000 a year. That's a place you go to frequently because mm-hmm. it's a very expensive place. It's not some place your middle class person you know, goes one to one night for $200, $250. Yeah. It's not some place you go to once a week, once a month or even once a year, unless you're celebrating your anniversary type thing. But it was something, she just popped it off, and I agreed, like, I heard that's great food. Yeah, and I was waiting for her to bring up how this is going to go down, and she remained mom. And we didn't talk about it. We talked about everything else on the way, and she was all excited till the bill came. <laughs> and I, I suppose there's a bit of... Um weirdness relationships i find probably a lot of people are going to have red flags differently than ours because i know one that would be a lot of red flags for a lot of people but i enjoy is me and her pick at each other constantly about things and i enjoy it because that's the type of people i grew up with right with with trevor i grew up with right my friends that's all we do and that's what you do with friends and friends know you can do this because you don't mean anything harmful you you love them they love you you're going to be with them ride mm-hmm. or die you know it, so there's no harm meant you're just saying goofy stuff and stuff that if it was a stranger would upset you but right. you're not but you're just you know what do they call it breaking balls that's that's mm-hmm. all you're doing and, uh, right. and you, you've seen kim nita and i do the same thing sure and yeah. to get fact, to bring you, that you is I've, you were brutal you're like man y'all are brutal so yeah y'all are yeah. more than us but yeah what reminded me of that is uh i've for, i've forgotten my wallet when i said i was going to pay which i felt really bad about right and i and i've done that too i legitimately yeah. forgot you my know, i make it up i made up for it later i paid for sure. things later on right but right. but she'll she'll just every time now when i ask if she wants to go somewhere and i say i'm paying like you, you brought your wallet she'll do that every time you brought your wallet right <laughs> yeah and that's funny well, it's funny, yeah. you know, because you're like, oh, uh, yeah, oh, uh, no. Well, wait a minute. <laughs> and and things happen. But that's that's different. And that's uh, that's when you're firmly in a relationship. You know, you mm-hmm. care for each other 
and you're aware of each other's faults and you bag on each other a little bit and it doesn't hurt their feelings because they love you because of those faults, not in spite of those faults. You know what I mean? It's so it's, right. it's part of the whole deal, but that's a whole, whole different issue. But really that was her main thing was job responsibility and responsibility in general. I brought it up first, but the job thing was a big issue. And the funny thing was, and I asked her, I said, is that a real problem? She goes, you, I couldn't tell you. And you know, she's had the same job since she got out of college. Same type of job, not at the same place, but same type of job. So she's very responsible, well-known in the industry and has been for decades. Everybody knows her. She can easily get a job anywhere and has held the job for as long as she wants one. She just can go from place to place, but she's doing the exact same thing. And for whatever reason, she says men holding a job is very difficult. I said, you're talking middle class, upper middle class level. She goes, yes. I can't tell you how many of them bounce around. I said, that is strange to me. That's weird to me too. I've never heard that. But me, me either. But apparently she knows some. She would have a lot more. Some, some of her girlfriends, some of, you know, she, she's had issue with boyfriends in the past. And some of her girlfriends that are married, their husbands, some of them can't seem to hold a job. And, you know, they talk about it incessantly and it creates, it creates hardship for everybody if you're counting on an income yeah. and they don't have it, there's only one and there's supposed to be two because there's a certain lifestyle you've created with a mortgage, yeah, you have a certain, car yeah. notes, kids, and yeah. all those things that come with those choices and payments. Yeah. So, it's yeah, it's I a was, hard step down to, to take away a, a lot of those things. It's a lot of moving around. Right. It, it, it creates, it compounds itself with problems and it only gets worse. But she said that was a real issue. And that was the biggest one. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we're we going to talk about our next spot on our next podcast. Next podcast. We'll talk about breakups. We'll talk about what happens when you drop the black flag and want to break up, not just dating, but any relationship could be job related, could be friend related, could be romantic related and romantic. It could be early stage, middle stage, Late stage, engaged, but you didn't got to cut them loose. Married, divorce, whatever. Just breakups with relationships and reactions and uh, what we both see, what we've gone through and things like that. So that's going to be our next podcast. Thank you for listening to this podcast about red flags and dating. We hope you enjoyed it and we'll talk to you later. I'm Boomer Peace. X. This is Millennial Z. Take care.